Welcome to the NBA Morning Deuce. Back again like we never left. Because we basically did it. Because we're just bringing you all the good temp. Tons of temp coming out of the deuce these days. If you didn't listen to our bonus deuce from from yesterday on Doc Rivers. Was that a special effect or was that you? Oh, that was a drop. That was a drop. You want me to hit play oh, it again? You want me to play it again? Yeah. Bonus deuce. Wow. Um, yeah, if you haven't listened to it on the uh, Doc Rivers parting ways with the Clippers, that dropped last night. Go listen to it and tell us what you think. We know what you think. It was really good. It but, was really good. Actually. But you know what? We'd like to see what you think written on Apple Podcasts. Help a bro- help help your brothers out. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, Alex? You know how important I it do. is. Yeah. So we also talked about Victor Oladipo. He wants out of Indy. Go check it out. Good tent. But now we focus on the task at hand, which is we are just what are we now? We're about thirty-six hours from game one of the NBA finals as as this is dropping. And we got a lot to dive into. Tomorrow on the show, tomorrow morning, since it's the day game day, we're gonna do a we're gonna dive into the series. We're gonna talk. We're gonna make picks, talk about how the these teams match up, storylines. We're gonna and, be everywhere. We're gonna be all over this. We're, we're gonna be, yeah. Dropping, in the nooks and crannies of the series. Just dropping knowledge, baby. But today I wanted to, we want to do a little something different. So when you look at these two teams, we got the Lakers and the Heat. There's a lot of guys like Andre Godala, Dwight Howard, Goran Dragic, guys who I think their legacies or what will come of them after what you will think of them, regardless of whether they win a title this year, you kind of feel what you feel about them They're When their careers end, it'll be nice that they had a title for them. But I think like their legacies are kind of what they are. You know, they're kind of set. Then there's a bunch of young guys, right? You got Bam and Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson on the heat. You got Anthony Davis, whose stories, regardless of what happens this year are being written, Right. But then there's those two guys, the two leaders. You got Jimmy Butler and LeBron. And to me, as it usually happens when you have two star players, this series means the most to each of their legacies for different reasons. So I wanted to sort of look at the series just from the lens of Jimmy Butler first and then LeBron James and how... Winning a title this year could impact them or not impact them, depending on how you see it, right? So we'll start with Jimmy Butler. I think there's, I do think there's two ways to look at it with Jimmy. I think for a lot of people, it doesn't really matter if he wins a title, because I think at this point, just making it to the finals, people see it as he's playing with house money. He It ended poorly in Chicago. It ended poorly in Minnesota. It ended poorly in Philly. And it was always Jimmy Butler's fault. Now he comes to the Heat, and they're in the finals. So I think to a lot of people, 
it doesn't really matter what happens now. He has changed the narrative on his career for good just by taking them to the finals. Do you agree with that? I do, except that I think you said it wouldn't matter if he wins. If he wins this series, it elevates his legacy like yes, a full I, I, notch. I do. Yeah. Yes, but I think. I know what you're saying. Yeah. That, yeah the fact I, that I, he's I, made I, it here. Right. And, I, and, and, and I'm not saying that I agree necessarily that it's totally been written. Mm hmm. But I think it his pers the, the the general perception of his career to this point has a, has a, done a complete 180 already just by getting here. I got you. Yes, I agree with that. Then that, that's a valid perspective. Um, um, you have a nugget. You have a Jimmy Butler nugget. I have a, a Jimmy Butler nugget. Hashtag, hashtag nugget. That's what you a, sent. A hashtag nugget. Yeah, when you texted me, that is how I presented it. Hashtag nugget. Yes. So. Wow, I don't know if I can live up to the hype that you just did there. But I was digging around, doing some research on Jimmy Butler. He is one of two active players that in their career have averaged 17 points or more and more steals than turnovers. Can you get the other player? Can you say it again? I kind of... Yeah, sorry. It's, it's a little convoluted. My, my, the wind-up here, it's all messed up. <laughs> no, it's but fine. Jimmy I, Butler 17 of active points, players. 17 points. 17 points or more. Okay that also averages more steals per game than turnovers which to me that blows my mind to begin that's that's crazy yeah well i have another stat i have a i have a stat that goes along with the turnover thing that'll probably blow your mind too but okay so we're on the same page then with that but that more the steals other guy's pretty good. more steals than turnovers and 17 points a game yep of every active player chris paul no, he's very, very close in terms of uh, he has slightly more turnovers per game than steals. Do you want another um, guess? Can I he's, can can I get can I ask for like can I like try to like ask my way into it? Yes. Although um, I have a great hint if you want a great. Well, hint. Well, no. Let me let me try to figure okay, it okay, out. Okay. Is it a point guard? No. It um. Oof. Okay. Is. He, it's an active player. Yep. Are there parameters to like he's played X amount of games or X amount of years? Like, did you set any type of parameter, or is it just any like? Could it is it a? It can't be a rookie, right? It's it's not a rookie, no. But it, it's so it's someone who's been in the league. Yes, at yeah. least as long I, I think, as Jimmy, so, if not longer. I think you have to be like qualified in terms of like an all time leader. Is it Ben Simmons? No, no. Oh. <laughs> But still, no. oh no, he doesn't average seventeen a game, right? All right, maybe he does. He also turns a ball over a ton. So yeah. Um, okay, give me your hint, because now I'm, uh, it, once you said okay. it wasn't a point guard, it kind of threw me for a loop. I figured it'd be this a is player. our legacy episode, and you specifically have talked about this person's legacy quite a bit on the on our uh, Kawhi Leonard. On our is Kawhi Leonard. Yep. Yeah, that gave it away. Just, that definitely gave it away. <laughs> too much of a hint. Okay. No, well, I just think that's incredible to turn up yeah. like to limit your turnovers that much and be that active on defense. And one of two guys, and they're both really, really good. Okay, Jimmy Butler has the eighth best offensive rating in NBA history among all wow. players. Offensive rating, like offensive like, rating, like points per hundred possessions. When is yeah? So it's points per hundred possessions, basically like. When you're when he's on the floor, his team scores yeah that's the x amount of points per hundred possessions best eighth best in NBA history. That's insane. That's Do you not, have the, the list in front of you? Who, I, can, I can pull who's it up. Who's in front of? Him? I can pull it up. Um, but it's not that's not a stat you would 
think about with Jimmy Butler. Like, I no. think if you were going to think Jimmy Butler ranks highly in an all-time statistical sense, you'd probably fence. Yeah. On definitely. some level, defense. But no, he's has the eighth best offensive rating in NBA. He is a five-time All-Star. He's been on the All-NBA team three times, four-time defensive team. So here's what's interesting. As I try to find this uh, offensive rating stat, Basketball Reference does a Hall of Fame probability statistic. They have a list, okay. Hall of Fame probability. Right now, on Basketball Reference, Jimmy Butler's Hall of Fame probability is 43.3%. So, mm. my question is, if he wins, if the Heat win this championship and he wins finals MVP, can we? is there a world where we start talking about Jimmy Butler as a potential Hall of Famer? Oh, yeah. If he wins it, it the conversation starts, for sure. I'm if, not saying he wait, is. Or just he, a like title? All, wait, I'm so saying that saying, conversation is. Are you saying just a title or title and MVP? Man, I think if he gets a title and like doesn't get injured or something, like if he is who he's been the, the whole playoffs. I mean, Bam could get the MVP. I mean, hell, Goran or Hero could get the MVP. Um, but no, I think if he gets a ring, then that is a fair conversation to have. Um, I mean, the stat you just laid out there is wild. Like that points to crazy efficiency. Um, so here's the eighth, here's the list: eighth in NBA history on. Yeah, yeah, let me hear it. Chris Paul is one. Reggie Miller, DeAndre Jordan, Magic Johnson, John Stockton, Nikola Jokic, Carl Anthony Towns, Jimmy Butler. Wow. DeAndre Jordan, all of his minutes came with Chris Paul, so that's probably why he's on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh... So, you, I mean, Man, that's one, a hell of a list. one, two, three. What well, do you think? Do you th three of those guys are Hall of Famers. One is a, is a first ballot Hall of Famer, Chris Paul. Jokic, who knows, but he's looking like he has a legitimate shot to eventually be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, um, I mean, DeAndre Jordan, years, DeAndre, Jordan would be shocked. DeAndre Jordan has no chance. And I mean, Cat has Hall of Fame talent. Who knows what the rest of his career will bring, but he has Hall of Fame talent. So, that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty crazy list. I mean, like, because you think about it, it's like nobody, LeBron, MJ, like none of these guys are there. You you the, the really uh, you have Reggie Miller, which is a strange one to me. But then the rest of the list is big. Yeah, that does sound like an outlier. Yeah, it does because then the other six guys you have three point guards, the three best point guards of all time, by the way, Chris Paul, Magic Johnson, John Stockton. And then you have three bigs, DeAndre Jordan, Jokic, and Carl Anthony Towns. And then you have Reggie Miller, who never had the ball in his hand. He, or he, he played off the ball. Like Jimmy I'm Butler to... makes sense because he's a more of a playmaker distributor. I'm just trying to get a sense of like the overlap here. Like where's Carl Malone? Like I would have expected John Stockton and Carl Malone to be very tight on that list. L like Chris Paul and uh, DeAndre Jordan. Uh, and the thing is, like Michael Jordan's twin. And by the way, you also have to take into account like the difference between one and like fifteen is two points or four points or something. Like it's not 
this gigantic difference because of the rating. Um, and then there's the also, and then it's also weird towns, because it's also weird because with advent, like with analytics like this, you're always going to have guys like number thirty two is Amir Johnson. What is it? Like, so you're always going to have yeah, these weird outliers, yeah. but for the most part, the top of the list is high level. But then, yeah, I'm going down. LeBron is 41st. Carl Malone. Unless I skipped him, I still don't see Carl Malone. It's weird. That's yeah, kind of crazy. Know. Yeah. I see Moses Malone. Rest in peace. Uh, Yeah. Shaq's 103. Carl Malone is 106. Wow. That's pretty wild. I mean, maybe he played less minutes because he's a big. I don't know. But that's weird. Okay. A lot of really great numbers you just tossed out there. The other thing I'm thinking, just this is random, but a pretty huge portion of Carl Anthony Towns' career minutes are probably with Jimmy Butler on the court at the same time, right? Like 15, 20%, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. like that. And Carl Anthony um, Towns, the, the issue with Minnesota with him, and this is now we're getting off on a tangent, but. You know, he's always been great offensively. They've just been terrible defensively. Um, All right, I'm going to wind it back to the original question. What do you th- do? You think if he wins this title, Jimmy Butler, that that is a fair conversation to have? Hall of Fame? Or are you? Uh, I guess you got to have it. I mean, because there's, I mean, there's guys that are going to go in that have less at that point have less accomplishments. Like, like, like Kyle Lowry's on that probability list, and he's much higher. Well, I guess okay, Kyle, awesome. Lowry I t- Kyle Lowry has a title, but um, so like you might like, not know the answer to this, but that probability is that if he retired tomorrow, or is that like the trajectory of his career, like anticipating Jimmy Butler is going to play five, six yeah, more years? I don't know how they do their thing because uh, yeah, it's a good that question. would explain why know. Kyle Lowry. That would I, explain why Kyle Lowry is a higher percentage. I think it's got to be tomorrow, you know? right? Well, no, it can't be tomorrow because there's guys that have only played like two years that are on the list. Okay, so then that's it's a trajectory thing. It's trajectory, but I mean, yeah. So for Kyle Lowry, but also like Jimmy's thirty-one years old; he's not young. So I'm, I think they're saying if he retired tomorrow, I think that means if he retired tomorrow, according to their stats, he'd be have a forty-three percent chance. But if he wins a title, I'm sure that'll be up closer to sixty. And if he wins mm-hmm. Finals MVP, and I think also this is where I talked about in the past, like context matters, right? So I've talked about Iguodala's at finals MVP and how I get it. It's super important and it's a great award, but that team was going to go to the finals probably without Iguodala. Well, they might not have won a title without him because of that series, but that was a championship level team. This heat team's not going to the finals without Jimmy Butler. So I think context matters. I, I think I have looking never at it, agreed with the speculation about Andre Iguodala. I, I'm completely in agreement that context matters, but like, I just don't think Andre Iguodala is a hall of famer. I mean, okay, but that's, not, that's not my point, though. Like, yes, that's a different conversation. No, I'm, for I'm essentially day. agreeing that context yeah. is yeah. very important. Because I think, like, so with Jimmy, you know, you got to also look at, how, like, the team. He takes this team to a championship. Uh, and he is, I see a lot of people comparing this Heat team to the Pistons. We may have even made the comparison. I think Zazzle, on the Zazlo episode, the comparison was made. But the more I look at it, they're nothing like that team. That team had four leaders. 
three or four leaders. Like that team had vets. That team also midseason traded for one of the best power forwards in the league. And they traded for Rashid Wallace. But mm-hmm. they had Chauncey, they had Rip, they had Ben Wallace, who was a four-time defensive player of the year. Like this Heat team, it's Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic to an extent as a leader, and then a bunch of young. I mean, until they traded for Iguodala and Jay Crowder, there's a bunch of young guys. So they're not really the same, other than the idea that there's not like a first ballot Hall of Famer on the team. But like to me, I think Jimmy like. I guess my point is, if Jimmy Butler wins a title this year, his title, in terms of a Hall of Fame conversation, would place him above a Rip Hamilton or a Chauncey Billups when you just look at the title that they won. If that makes sense. I'm with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it even probably puts him above a Kyle Lowry, who had Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I definitely think it puts him ahead of Kawhi, or ahead of Kyle Lowry, who had Kawhi Leonard. Um, I, yeah, I... It's amazing it's because so coming impre- into this year, yeah. I hated Jimmy Butler. I still think I'm like trying to digest the whole fact that the Heat are in the finals and Jimmy Butler did this because, I mean, I think you were lower on him than I was, but I, I did not think, if you asked me before the playoffs started, is Jimmy Butler a guy that can be the best player on a championship team? Look, he might not even be the best player on this potentially championship team. Bam Adebayo might be the best player, but. He's our leader though, unquestionably. Yeah, he's the leader for sure, yeah. I just didn't think I didn't think Butler was that class of player that could do this. And now, like I think the Lakers are going to win the series, but I, it's not a foregone conclusion. Like Jimmy Butler could drag this team to a title. Save your prediction. Save your predictions okay. for tomorrow, okay. sir. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, I agree. And it's yeah, it's wild. Uh, it's um, I still don't know if I'd call him a Hall of Famer, but I think you definitely can have the conversation if they win. And I and yeah. and yeah, I'll I'll continue to say the context of the championship definitely matters. Mm-hmm. Now, ten years from now, we might say, Bam Adebayo is a Hall of Famer. Tyler, you know, he had Hall of Famers all along. They were just young, but still, I mean, dude, the third best player on their team is twenty years old right now. You know, it's context, a hundred percent, yeah. So, yeah, I think if he wins, it totally it, it puts him on a different. It particularly if he wins finals MVP, it puts him on a different plane of star than what he currently is. If he does do it, we need to hop right back on basketball reference and see how much that probability jumps. See if we can crack this formula a little bit. Yeah. See, we'll It'll see what a, a finals MVP does for you. Yeah, for sure. Oh God, I bet it's like 70%. Yeah. He's at 43.3 right now. So, but okay. So, Speaking of situations and context, let's talk about LeBron James, the other leader, unquestionably the best player in the NBA, the best player on the planet. What we look at what he does, and I think it's going to be hard to convince. There's going to always be the hardcore MJ guys. And I'm a hardcore MJ guy in yeah, terms of a, as yeah. a player, as a as a boss, not so much. As a player, <laughs> there's no denying what MJ was. So there's always going to be the people that you can't even have the conversation. But if LeBron James becomes the first player to win three titles and three finals MVPs with three separate teams, in fact, 
just three titles with three separate teams. No one's ever. There's only been two other players to do that, and they were. It was Robert Ory and John Sally. So he could become the first like true superstar to win three titles with three separate teams, and the first player to win Finals MVP with three separate teams. Already tied for third all time in NBA Finals appearances. We know all the stats. I mean, second in finals points, second in finals assists, fifth in finals rebounds, second in finals steals, sixth in finals blocks, and he's only seventh in finals games played. (laughs) It's a joke. Um, You know what I mean? Like, he's the all-time leader in triple doubles in the finals, and he's three behind Magic Johnson in all-time postseason triple doubles. Like, he could do that in this series. It just, it's just unbelievable. We said it, we've said it before, we keep saying it. I wish people would appreciate it a little more. I think just because of, there's so much to LeBron James that I think people won't appreciate until 10, 15, 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. When hopefully, you know what I think it is? when hopefully the world is a little different, uh, to be honest. Yeah. I think. He's he's a revolutionary athlete to me. I think he's sort of putting the Miami Heat, the super team together in Miami, being as outspoken as he's always been since then, changing teams, being sort of a catalyst for this era of player ownership, of owning their own careers, right? Like, I think LeBron... There's probably been players before LeBron who moved teams and this and that, but I think he is sort of the forefront of I'm going to take control of my own career, and I don't really care what you think about me. I'm going to do what I feel like is best for me, whereas probably up until these last five to ten years in sports, no matter what sport it is, you're expected to have loyalty to your fans and to your team and all that, and I get it. But LeBron is the one who was like, eh, it's, it's my career. <laughs> it doesn't apply to me, yeah. And and, 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 then, and, then the, and then the political stuff. I don't think people, I think he turns a lot of people off with that, how outspoken he is with the, with the politics. And you know what? Fuck those people. He can say whatever he wants. Yeah. I, I think if you let the political stuff wet, like sway how you feel about LeBron, the basketball player, then you don't. Yeah, but you know, know that, you know that's. No, I know that happens. I'm just saying, like, that's a shame. And, you know, it's we're talking about a basketball player here. So that's right. what we're talking about. Um, sure. If you, if you can't separate the two, then that's on you. But, uh, dude, I don't know. I, I think one of the things that makes people hesitant to embrace LeBron as the best ever is, like, people in our age range growing up, Michael Jordan was the greatest basketball player who ever lived. And that was just set in stone, you know, MJ. And so to actually watch the guy get drafted, you know, win his first title, switch teams. Like we're watching a guy unseat a God in Michael Jordan. And like, that's tough to accept. I think like, it'd be like someone in hockey unseating Wayne Gretzky or like someone in baseball, you know, becoming jumping ahead of Babe Ruth or, or Barry Bonds or something like that. Like we're watching it happen in real time. And I don't think people can accept it, but like, it's all there. The numbers, the, like the, just the facts about the guy, like, this is the best player of all time. <laughs> like it's yeah. just that simple for me. Yeah. And if you're if you're ride or die MJ, that's if you're not going to budge from that, that's fine. That's an argument. But 
there's a conversation to be had. Like you have to at least be yeah, willing and to talk about it. I've that. gone back and forth on it even as recently as this season. But, you know, I think part of what we talked about with Jimmy Butler is part is what officially for me puts LeBron ahead. Okay. Which is so much of people's players' legacies in the NBA. We, I think, I don't think we take into account a, a lot of times or most times how much situation affects your legacy. All these guys are incredible players. Now, they're not all incredible like LeBron, Michael Jordan, et cetera. But there's a lot of, there's always a ton of great players. And I guess we're probably, Jimmy Butler is the perfect example. That you don't really see what they are until they're in the right situation. And in professional sports, whether fan bases or fans in general want to admit it, there's a lot of really shitty situations. So a lot of bad owners, a lot of bad GMs, a lot of bad coaches. And that's not always the player's fault, but we blame the players. And their legacies are affected by that. And, you know, luckily for Jimmy Butler, he has found himself in a perfect situation. The only player that doesn't apply to is LeBron James. He is the situation. Jersey Shore. <laughs> he is the situation. Wherever he goes, that is the best team or the second best team. It doesn't matter. It, what was it? His fourth year in the league, he took arguably the worst roster to ever play in the NBA Finals to a championship. He was like 23 years old. He created a super team, went to four straight championships, left, went to Cleveland, carried, I mean, Won two games in the NBA Finals without Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love against the best team ever. You know what also I mean? That, that's at like that is what swayed it for me. Like that stretch in Cleveland, and and ultimately, like people are gonna say, well, he went to Cleveland and he built a super team with Kyrie and Kevin Love. Bullshit. Because neither of those guys are gonna be in the Hall of Fame. They would have to do. I think. Both of those guys have a lot more to do in their careers, and which I don't think they can accomplish. I don't think just having those two titles is going to get either of those guys into the Hall of Fame. I just don't. I agree. Yeah, no. They were good. They're good players. Great players. All-stars. All-NBA. But that team, it's not like he left Miami for a better team. He had two first ballot Hall of Famers on his team. So he, was, he made the situation what it was in Cleveland. Now he goes to L.A. This organization has toiled, not even in mediocrity. They've been a joke since the end of the Kobe era. Been awful. And you could say what you want about him getting Anthony Davis, but they got Anthony Davis because of LeBron James. So he's the only player because MJ... Look, 6-0 and in the finals will probably never happen again. It's fine. But we only saw, but in his, early in his career, he didn't do what LeBron did. He didn't take a team of bums to the finals. He didn't win until he had other Hall of Famers on his team. 
in whether he made them Hall of Famers or they made him a winner, the roster was what it was. He had Scottie Pippen. Then he had Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman. He had Phil Jackson, who's arguably top two or three coaches of all time. And this is not knocking Michael Jordan because I know I'm going to, I'll get heat just for talking the way I'm talking. I'm not knocking Michael Jordan. I'm just saying the context of LeBron's career and, and you're obviously going to, there's going to be, Oh, he's lost more than he's won in the finals. Mm, I mean, I mean, what, what what do you play? Five finals against the Warriors? (laughs) Yeah. The best team ever. That's the best team ever. I mean, especially when they got KD. It's the best roster we've ever seen in the sport. And he was competitive against them. Basically by himself. Like, yeah, Kyrie. Ugh. Get ready for the all-buster team, Kyrie. <laughs> you, but, um, so yeah, that, that to me is what sways me as... And then, look, if he wins this title... I mean, I already think he's the best ever, but if he wins this title, to me, it's not even a question. And he doesn't even have to be the best player on, uh, in the finals because AD might win finals MVP. But if LeBron, if they win, enough, if he wins this title, he's the best player ever. Yeah, no argument here. The, the stat, and I, when he went to LA, like one of my first thoughts was he, he could be the, the finals MVP on a third team. And it's right in front of us. It looks like he really could do it. And like that is an accomplishment just in terms of career accomplishments. I, I don't think there's a bigger one in sports. I'm, I'm serious. I don't, think, I don't think there's a bigger accomplishment in sports besides maybe Brady's, what does he have, six rings, five rings? Yeah, um, but that, that, yeah Brady, that, that's Brady's crazy. Three finals MVPs with three different teams. And like that's kind of what makes the LeBron and MJ argument so interesting because there is an argument. But like MJ wins all of his rings in a very similar situation in Chicago. He's got Pippen for all of them. LeBron's bouncing around. He's manipulating teams. He's doing all kinds of crazy shit. So, I mean, that that points to why maybe he lost a bunch of finals, you know, because he's trying to, like, he's he's moving to new situations where there's so many moving parts. Um, yeah, I mean, whereas... I would say that first year that they lost in Miami. Well, first of all, the first finals that he lost, it's clear why they lost. The team that he carried on his back as a 23-year-old was horrible. Yeah, I think people were talking about Booby Gibson might have been the, the next best player on that I team. Think Mo, was, was it Mo Williams, maybe? Was Shaq uh, on that team, or did Shaq come the year No, later? I think it was uh, after. I think Ogowskis may have started. It's again, like, oh, Ogowskis, yeah. It's just, who are we talking about? It's right. Like, and, then, and then the first title, or the first finals with the Heat, you know, they ran into a buzzsaw with, with uh, Dallas. And it was Spolstra's first year coaching in the finals. They were, they put together that team. Not that they probably still should have won. But we had never seen a team like that before. We had just never seen a situation like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, the finals against the Warriors, man. Just how can you blame a guy for losing to the Warriors? Like, I don't care what anyone says. Michael Jordan would not have beaten the Warriors. He wouldn't have. It, it's just like that Bulls team would not have beaten the Warriors. I just I don't think they would, and I don't think LeBron's Cavs were better than the Bulls. But 
I don't think the Bulls would. I, I think that Warriors team, especially the last two years with Kevin Durant, was the best team that has ever been that has ever played basketball. So, were we knocking the guy for losing to the best team ever? You know, it's just. I think people got to get. And over. he beat him once. Yeah, right. he did. That, his ring came. He and did beat the only player in the history of the finals to lead his team in all five categories, <laughs> stat categories. Yeah. Come on, like come on. I think people got to get over it. And but that's what I'm saying. This or this yeah. if get they, over it, or at least em, at least embrace a debate. <laughs> sure, not just sit on your MJ right. Hill and be like um, it's not a discussion. I, this winning this title will go a long way. There's still going to be a lot of people who say. It doesn't matter because of how many times he's lost in the finals. They won't take into account that he's been in the finals. He's approaching being in the finals more than any other player ever. Um. So, I, I, th- I think this. I just even if he wins this, I think. So what I think it means for his legacy in the in the immediate is if he wins this, the general consensus will be that his place in history hasn't changed but i think in 10 years 15 years the, the when when he's not in the spotlight well he still might be in the spotlight but for different reasons for his off the court stuff yeah. but as a player once he's sort of out of the day-to-day nba narrative and because what we tend to do is when we look back on players careers we just look at the stats and we say, this is what he did. And it's not personality. Because remember, the guy has been the runner-up. He could be an eight-time MVP. He's been the runner-up for MVP four times. There's no part of me that doesn't think that a lot of that is his reputation. People are just fed up. Writers and people voting, they give the LeBron fatigue. I think that's where people's thought process is with, with LeBron, too. They're just 17 years People hate a good thing. I, I listen to this podcast, not hate a good thing. I listen to this podcast for MMA with a Brent with a really, he, he basically he's a comedian and he used to fight in the UFC. But his whole thing is his favorite part of fighting is watching the come up, is watching these young guys come up and dethrone the greats and like you don't know what their ceiling is. And I think we 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 get caught up in that a lot with particularly with guys like LeBron. It's like we want Giannis to be the next great thing. We want Luka. We don't want LeBron anymore because he's done it for so long. But, God, we're watching the best player ever. Um, th- yeah. I mean, another point I wanted to get in there. I know we're trying to – I don't want to bash everyone over the head with LeBron, but – No, that's you what we're talking about. We're talking about LeBron. Go, you know. Luka, Luka and Giannis – the game is global in 2020. Like the player pool, the amount of people LeBron is competing against that it's, it, I, I don't think it's ridiculous to say it's doubled since when MJ played, you know, like. Well, MJ made it global. Best, I would yeah, argue he helped make, he helped make yeah, it global, yeah. but now it's really, yeah. I'm yeah. saying like it is global. So the, the amount of kids growing up playing basketball is exponentially bigger than when MJ played. So I'm just saying the amount of talent pouring into this league, if there's cream rises to the top, there is more people to challenge yeah. LeBron. Cream rises to the top. That's a macho, <laughs> it's a macho man promo. But anyways. 
Sorry, I there's think more I just people. Threw that, you there, there. LeBron's competing. It's maybe it's like a weird scope to look at this thing at, but LeBron is competing against better players, millions and millions of more people that could dethrone him than MJ was, you and know? more talented players. You know, you get yeah. this this the old, like older players that played in the league are going to tell you that if they were in this era, then they would have as athletic and this and that. But it just, that's why comparing eras is tough. But I am of the school of thought that there's no question that to the, that a team in 2020 is better than a team from 1995. They're just better players now. People aren't going to look at it that way. It's hard to it's hard to accept that. Like, it's hard for me to put somebody from the 1950s in a conversation for best of all time because they would not be able to play right now. It just athletically, it's a different game. So uh, to your point, not only is LeBron doing it and doing it for 17 years, but he's doing it against the best era of the game because that it's always going to be the next the next era is always going to be the best era. But that's the idea. It's that players always get better. They're not getting worse. Mm-hmm. So. That makes it even more impressive. Most people won't look at it from that. That's a little too meta, I think, for people to look at it. But yeah, well, it's I'm the like truth. Super deep of a guy, so it's like oh I yeah. Can, but that's yeah, why I I that's why it, that's why I picked you as my co-host. I knew we'd yeah. have these deep conversations like this. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I think it's cool for both guys. It uh, it just makes me so pumped for this series. I think no matter what, there's a it's a it's rare that I guess it's pretty rare that we get like a, a series like this where it's a no lose situation, especially if you're not a fan. Obviously, if you're a fan of either team, right? It's different. But like for just if you have no horse in the race, there's no bad outcome for this finals. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> this is gonna be incredible. Yeah, all right. Yeah, hours? yeah, something like that. I don't know. It's my, my, I, I'm not a. I'm not a big number guy. We're philosophers. Any, any, We're not any number guys, over yeah. 20, it's out of my wheelhouse. You hear my neighbors? Holy crap. They just started getting real loud. I heard I, something. I think that means it's time to wrap. Uh, they're we, excited for the finals. Yeah, they're pumped for the finals. We'll, uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning, and we will, be, we will do a very, very thorough preview of the NBA finals. Talk to you later. <laughs>